Hello, hope you're having a wonderful day. This is Josh Belk with the Belkon Business Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about transitioning to leadership. For all of us at, at some point, or probably for most of us, we uh, at one time in our life, uh, if not many times in our life, we've in the business world uh, operated as an employee. Probably for many of us, like myself, we started off working in a restaurant or uh, in a car wash or something like that, kind of our our first job where we actually worked for someone. And then in time, we end up uh, transitioning into different roles. And uh, eventually, as a business owner, all of a sudden, we have this new kind of responsibility of not just running a business, uh, but really transitioning into into a leader role. And that's not always easy. As a, as a young person, my dad, uh, um, in my in my family, uh, pretty much uh, very much just a lot of blue collar workers, a lot of people working in the steel industry. Nobody ever owned their own business, and so neither on my mom's side or on my dad's side was there anyone who ever owned a business. And my dad really didn't have a whole lot of kind of business advice to provide, but he understood that if I was going to be successful in business uh, and as a business owner, I really needed to have a good understanding of leadership concepts. And so even as a, as a young person in high school, he began to uh, pass on to me uh, different cassette tapes at the time and also books from a, from a leadership expert. And uh, someone even uh, to this day, and, and John Maxwell, who's probably considered the premier expert in the in the topic of leadership, and uh, and it's something that I think has really served uh, served me well, kind of having that grounding and understanding of what does it mean uh, to be a leader, and and is something that none of us, to be honest with you, will will ever perfect. Uh, leadership is just kind of one of those lifetime journeys that uh, that we will all undertake. And at different times, we have to kind of transition our leadership style, uh, depending on, you know, whether it's in the business or in the home, uh, depending on the needs of our employees, for example, uh, maybe a different area to where we're going to have to kind of transition the way that we lead and change the way that we lead. And of course, cultural changes and, and uh, the way that we lead, that we may lead now isn't going to be the same way as maybe we led 10 years ago and probably 10 years from now, uh, it's going to change as well. But I, I've kind of jotted down here just a few different areas to where I think regardless of whatever happens, uh, we're, uh, we're going to constantly have to be working in these areas as it relates to, uh, to our leadership. So transitioning into leadership or growing in our leadership. First of all, we're going to have to constantly be managing our own growth, always be managing our own growth. And, uh, and, and I think sometimes we're going to need help with this. And so we talk about managing our own growth. Of course, I think it would be always essential that we're, we're reading regularly uh, leadership thoughts and constantly working on ourselves. But I think we also need to bring people alongside of us to help us in that area as well. For many business owners, uh, we may need a coach. A mentor, and I think most business uh, business owners, business leaders, uh, are going to reach kind of their their lid, kind of as far as they can go on their own without getting some help. And we can read all the books that we want. I think we regularly should be reading books, but many times we need to bring people alongside of us. A business coach is one area we can go to kind of help push us through in managing and also helping uh, us set goals as it relates to our uh, to, uh, as it relates to our growth. I think another area we can go to is looking into masterminds. I happen to be in a, in a couple of them that uh, that regularly people are uh, are looking at me and kind of making me aware of blind spots in my business, blind spots personally. Uh, things that I may be missing. 
And uh, so getting yourself a business coach, getting into in rooms uh, with other business owners that uh, some of them may be behind you uh, as it relates to growth, others, and hopefully most of them are ahead of you and can look at you and say, hey, you know what, here's some areas that you need to work on. Allow for constructive criticism. Uh, as a leader, if we're going to be growing, we're going to have to allow for others to look at us and uh, and be very blunt with us and pick out those blind spots and let us know, here are some areas that you need to work on. Going to really uh, force us, and we're going to have to if we're going to grow, to leave, leave our ego at the door. Whether it's every day when we walk into our business, uh, working with our employees, leaving uh, our ego at the door, allow for constructive criticism, allow for that feedback, and to regularly be working on those, uh, those goals that we've set. Secondly, uh, to monitor financial and time investments. And I hear a lot of talk about uh, knowing your numbers, and I mentioned that a number of times, and many times it's just as it relates to the financial side. But I think we also need to, uh, to do that in the area of time, and not just within our business, but also personally. And so when we talk about uh, business coaches, uh, I think many times those coaches also need to help us in the area of our personal life as well. Same thing within the mastermind that we're involved in. A good mastermind isn't just going to be one that, hey, just, you know, just at the business side, uh, but also maybe taking a peek into the personal side because that's essential as well, if not more important than the, uh, than the business side. But be monitoring our financial and time investments. So have those indicators, whether you call them KPIs, whether you call them something else, but have those indicators uh, that you're regularly looking at. Not just the financial indicators in your business, the process indicators in your business, but also those personal indicators as well. So looking at your, uh, your time investment as it relates to family, time investments as it relates to your marriage, uh, to being the, the father or the mother that you need to be uh, to your children, are, are those time investments, are, are you managing those effectively as well? And, uh, and then having those metrics in place to be able to, to gauge those. Uh, did I have my weekly date with my with my wife to where or, or your husband to where we can sit down, we can talk through what's going on, we can work on our marriage? The time uh, that you spend weekly with your children, uh, going beyond just have I hit my numbers for the week. Uh, also, the, uh, the the metrics that relates to processes in your business as well. So just not the financial indicators, but also those process indicators as well, those efficiency indicators. Uh, next, as a, uh, if we're going to be transitioning and growing in our business, uh, we need to have our own brand or reputation uh, within our overall business brand. And what, uh, many times we talk about brand, people think about logos and those types of things. That's not what I'm talking about. And I think that when you hear brand talked about uh, by, um, by those who truly understand brand, it has really very little to do with logos uh, and uh, in just marketing message, but it has to do with your reputation individually and your reputation as a company, but developing your own personal brand. And it does not mean that uh, you can become the, the star of the show. Okay, what that means is that you're developing your own reputation to where you're bringing value uh, to uh, to your clientele. So when you're working with someone there, they can uh, get to the point of being able to trust you and trust the value that you bring. So that that way, when you bring along your team and your team members, that they will trust them as well because you're leading them. So developing your own brand and your own reputation. In this particular podcast, for example, I've kind of developed my own brand through this podcast. And then I've developed my own brand as I'm kind of the face of the business as I go through having that, the introductory meeting with our clients and, and developing the quarterly calls. But guess what? The day-to-day, -day, for the most part, is being done by, by my team. 
but in order for uh, for uh, for me personally uh, to be able to uh, bring the business on, I have to have that brand or that reputation with our client, the trust of our client. Uh, initially before I can go through and hand them off and say, Here, here's my team member and be able to elevate them so that trust can be transitioned, that value can be transitioned to uh, to the team member. So developing your own brand or reputation within the business brand. And of course, it really does need to align. Next, and, and uh, we need to develop a growth plan for the team. So we talk about a, uh, we could have a one-year growth plan. I'll talk about that here just a little bit mo- more in a moment, or a five-year growth plan. But we also need to have those with our, with our team as well. Uh, we are ultimately responsible not just for our own growth, but also for the growth of our team members. And what are some areas both personally and with our team we need to be kind of lifting our lid or uh, learning uh, more in these different areas of the business? As a business owner, we really need to be focused on business and people development. Uh, we need to understand and be working on finance. Many, many times uh, working with our business owners, uh, they, they think about, well, I'm just going to go and I'm going to make the money. I'm going to bring the business on. I, I leave everything else to the, uh, to, to the team. The problem is when it comes to setting those ultimate goals, all of these become part and parcel of it. So really beginning to learn more about the finance. One area I see many times with true visionaries, they really struggle with the process side, with the organization side. So that may be an area when you talk about uh, growing yourself in leadership that you may need to work on. Understanding what are my weaknesses and learn how to grow in those areas so we can become a better business owner, we can become a better leader in our businesses. So whether it's uh, business development, people development, finance, process, whatever it is, figure out what the, what are those areas that maybe I have some weaknesses in to where I can, I don't need to be the expert. I can always bring people in to help us, but I do need to always be learning more so I become better at leading in my business. Develop a review and oversight process. Um, and so all these different areas in your business you can be looking at and, you know, here, here is I have some strength Always be working in those areas, maybe some areas I need some help with, getting some people alongside you. But ultimately, in all these areas, we need to be developing ourselves more and lifting our lid. And if we're going to be the best leader that we can be, uh, we're going to need to learn in all the key essential areas of our business. Uh, we need to be le- uh, learning uh, year over year and, uh, and, and really beginning to lift our lid so we can become the best owner we can be, the best leader that we can be in our business. Uh, ultimately, we need to become a planner and not just a doer and to be looking for areas of growth in our business. Hope this brought you some value. Once again, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. I would encourage you, if you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you are listening. Have a wonderful day.